Yeah, when they're, when you're in a state of emergency like that, it it seems like every second is hours. It just it's the way it is. I mean, you just feel like uh, you know a minute is just like a year long. It just seems like it takes forever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Any more questions you got over there, Rescue? I don't have any more except for I have uh, James Steves, who is a volunteer firefighter in Pennsylvania who's sitting in one of my Discord channels, who um, if we would like to have him as a guest, we can. So absolutely. Why not? <laughs> Yes, exactly, Vern. Those two minutes. Just those two minutes, if, say, Rescue wasn't there, would cost that guy his life. Yeah, right. We got the guy, I got the guy back. Uh, we were, I was thumping on his chest for 45 minutes. Um, and uh, he, we were able to get him back. I mean, I gave him a month longer than he would have had. But it's, um, it's one of those things where when you are by yourself, the help, I, you know the help is coming, but it's not coming fast enough. Right. And, and the other thing, too, and a lot of people don't realize this. The families end up realizing it, but just because we did CPR and we got them back, at least with my experience, most of the time, three or four days later, they die at the hospital. And it's just one of those things. Yeah. Uh, Guys, I'd like to introduce a uh, brother in front of the fire service, James Thies from Fire Police Gaming is in the chat. Welcome, James. How's it going, James? Bad, how's it going yourself? Ah, another, another day. Yep. I hear that. And like, like you were saying, that, that two-minute window, is, you can feel like 15 minutes. I feel like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been there. Yeah, it, it does. It seems like it takes forever. And we get a lot of that too, unfortunately. You know, guy's house is burning down. It might only take us two minutes to get there, but well, it took so long. Well, it didn't take us that long. It's just me. It's the way exactly. it is. I mean, my department at average is a three-minute response time. We have four separate stations in the borough, and and no matter where that call is, we average a three-minute from the time our, that bell rings to the time we hit scene. Yeah, and, and just in that state of emergency, those three minutes, uh, it just seems like it takes forever. Yeah, and a hey, lot of you... what our issue is is people don't move out of our way. <laughs> I mean, let, let's yeah. face it. You're coming through lights and siren, and they're just... So... Oh, we're Right? It just... Yeah. Huh. What do we do now? Yep. Huh. Let's stop in the middle of the road. No, let's not and say we didn't. Right? I had one call. Now, I don't know how That's you guys' evoc training is. You, you, you always pass on the left. And uh, we had one call. We were going code three, traveling about 40 miles an hour. Hit the oncoming lanes because both of... The direction we were going were you know stopped 
Our Opticon tripped the light, and I had a car make a left-hand turn right in front of us. Let me tell you, we almost hit that car at 40-some mile an hour. And the guy's response when the cop rolled up was, I had the right-of-way, not him. He was traveling the wrong direction. Uh, love that. Yep, see, just like that, guys. A neighboring county got a, got a structure fire. You just never know when, when something's going to happen. Um, now... Here's something. Um, I I know Freddie's not active right now. He's retired, but um, for those of us who are still active with the whole COVID pandemic, when you guys get a call, I know that. Um, I don't know about you guys, but with us, I hear it all the time on my scanner. If it's somebody who's under a COVID quarantine or who has tested. Uh, positive for COVID, it comes over the scanner as use protocol 36. Uh, we use AFRI. Or is it just, it just comes out, uh, dispatch comes on and just says PPE advised. Yeah, no, ours comes across our page as AFRI. Which, to me, doesn't make sense. I, I Really, none of them make sense at all. But it's for, unfortunately, it's for the public that do have the ability, like, uh, Broadcastify, uh, something like that, that listen to our scanners, that don't have a, you know, just start freaking out and going crazy. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of the main things with, um, with this whole uh, global pandemic, you know, you'll have people, well... How many, how many people in the district have okay, COVID? Gosh. Well, that's on the website. Yeah, but who are they? I can't tell you that. Yes, you can. No, I can't. It's actually a federal law called HIPAA that says I cannot tell you that. Right. Yeah, Freddie hasn't had to deal with all this madness yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. He got out in good time. <laughs> kind of makes us wonder. Right. <laughs> And speaking of the whole COVID, um, actually, the and the system of the reporting COVID and stuff like that, it's not perfect. Um, I have a neighboring fire department. It's actually, it's about five miles down the road, but it's in a different county. Nine of their 11 active firefighters tested positive for corona after going to a call. So their district is now broken up between a bunch of different fire departments and we're just covering until they've actually got a response crew again. Yeah, luckily we haven't had too much of that here. Yeah, we have a we've had a few cases, and uh, for us, it's for any of the symptoms. If they, I mean, it doesn't matter if they just have a cough. They they just they're just saying PPE advice. It doesn't matter. One symptom, it gets that triggered just just for precaution. I get it. Yeah. Trust me, nobody wants to sit home on a fourteen day rip. It's boring as all hell for somebody who's not used to it. Yes, I oh, did. I... <laughs> I'm disabled. I sit home all the time, so it makes this pandemic has had like 
not that big of an impact on me other than the fact my kids are home more, which I'm not going to complain about that too loudly. <laughs> right. There it is. I mean, for, for myself, you know, I work in the medical field as well as, you know, do the whole volunteer thing. Um, I, you know, I have to take more precautions with it, but even at that, like, going into the medical places, doctor's offices and stuff like that, it's not as bad as what people are thinking it is, at least from my experience. Now, I get each state is different and everything like that. And I mean, when we roll up on a scene, there is no protocol of what we need to have on or not have on. It's just like business as normal for us over here. Yeah, ours, you know, they make us wear, um, I mean, it, any any call that we go to with patient interaction, we have to wear face masks. I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, and I think that's probably going to be the way it is from here on out. Um, yeah, I agree with that. But if they, if it does happen to be a COVID symptom patient, we're supposed to have our face mask, um, gloves, and a gown, and then a face shield. So basically, any drunk person call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we wear that. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, they give our medic, our firefighters the option to use the SCBA. No matter what we go on, even if it's a vehicle accident, they don't care if we pull the SCBA off the truck and just wear it. Yeah, I mean, really. Okay, I have a question, another question from Charlotte Jackson here. If uh, you guys are up for another question. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, Charlotte asks, did you see anything funny while on a call or any funny things? <laughs> oh, boy. And it sounds like it, it sounds like Mike, you're primed for this one. Uh, so I guess we'll do a round robin. We'll go we'll go Mike, and then we'll go Fred, and then we'll go to Jim, and then we'll end with me. So. Oh boy! So uh, to me, it was funny only because I knew the straight trooper, and she was the sweetest state trooper. I mean, she'd let you off on on things, and it was it um, super nice girl. And uh, we had a DUI accident. Accident was pretty, pretty brutal. I mean, we had to land a helicopter, fly the guy out. It was a pretty, pretty nasty accident. But what made it funny for me was this little state trooper who's about five foot three is absolutely just yelling at this guy. I mean, she probably can't even. She probably can't even pick up the guy. But she's yelling at him, saying, this is all your effing fault, all this stuff. It's just going off on this guy. Like I said, I, I've known this state trooper for a long time, and she's just the sweetest gal ever. But it was kind of funny watching her watching her like that. It, it was just kind of funny. You want to stand on the bumper of the engine so you can look the guy in the eye? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Freddy? You're still muted, uh, Fred. You know, somebody, there you go. <laughs> um, well, I can't even remember how many how many funny stuff we've had. It usually happens to us, like you know, hose breaks or I don't know, something silly happens or people drive over a hose. I don't know. 
Uh huh. Uh, Jim's. What about? What about you? Funny thing. Funny thing that happened on a call and go. All right. It, it's funny, but it's sad at the same time. We had a, a DUI accident that ended in a fatality. So y'all know how those calls go. Oh yeah, Five, we've six, already done seven that one. hours. And uh, mind you, it was two thirty in the morning. We shut down a bypass, and the guy rolls up to us, lit, like you could smell it outside the car. You didn't even have to walk up to the car. That's how bad it was. Oh, and uh, this guy is sitting there arguing with us. And now, mind you, I'm good friends with the one cop that was there with me. And uh, he's sitting there cursing me out and everything else. And I'm watching this officer just mark on a piece of paper a line. And I, I like, I'm, what is he doing over there? Every time this guy dropped the curse word, he put a tally mark on a piece of paper. And finally, the guy gets out of the car and starts to come at, at me. Next thing I know, taser deployed. Guy's <laughs> on the ground flopping like a fish. <laughs> I love that. And, and I'm like, wait, that just like was right by my head. Like, seriously, dude? And I'm sitting there like joking with the cop now about this. So he gets him up. He, he arrests him. So every tally mark was a, an assault on a police officer charge. And the dude got 16 counts of assault on a police officer for cursing. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, this dude was, I'm sure the charges got dropped. I never followed up on it, but it was hilarious. Um, just in the aspect of he saw the cop standing there and was more worried about me than the cop. Go ahead, rescue. I'm trying to think of one. There's <laughs> so many to pick. Right? So I know. Many. I'm trying to think of one. I've had a sandstorm in town. I've had a shark attack in town. I, I had um, Joey's little brother. We have thrown him a major parade. Like, any excuse you could think of, I've used it already as to why Roja shut down. Oh. Well. Back 2011 here in, New, in upstate New York, we had um, we had you know two storms back to back. It was like Irene and Lee, I think they were, um, and uh, so uh, the, I was at my I'm a still you know was still volunteer fire department, but uh, I was at that fire department for the bulk of that time during those two weeks. I mean, I saw my house collectively for about 24 hours in that two weeks, long enough to grab a change of dry clothes and stuff, um, basically living at the fire station for those two weeks. And uh, we had a, rose, a road close sign put up on barricades um, for the bridge, which was washed over and uh woman didn't woman was like oh well the, well there's not much water over the bridge decided to get out of her car move the barricade and drive and you know it was one of those things where you couldn't make it up she was like 
Well, I didn't think the road was really closed for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> that, that, that's... Yeah, we had a lady do that with Mercedes this past summer. And then complain that we were towing her vehicle. <sighs> now... Nice. I right, have I had it. some very, I have had some very angry people oh, yeah. who with very, with very expensive cars, who thought that they could park in front of a fire hydrant. Huh. Their very expensive cars needed new windows and upholstery. Yeah, yeah. Right, I, don't know I have no, I have no problem. That is one thing I will say is true. As I have said before, what you see in Chicago fire backdraft stuff like that. A lot of that stuff is, you know, Hollywood. But one thing that was in Backdraft, and I will tell you, I'm going to do, I have no problems doing it, will not take and will not keep me up at night. You can have a $10 million Ferrari sitting there in front of a plug. I'm taking your fucking windows. <laughs> Pardon what? my friend. I got you. 100% got you that, that one. I think so, that is sorry. on a firefighter's bucket list is to put something to somebody's window. Sorry, I, I know we were trying to really kind of keep this PG, and I just, I just blew that. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I have the, I have the stream marked that there is some explicit material, so we're good. <laughs> uh, I didn't have my stream up, so I don't even. But nah, um, I got you. So we rolled up to a building fire. The chief of police decided to park his car in front of a plug. And proceeded to argue with me about moving this. So, I did what any firefighter would do. I found the leakiest coupling we had on the truck. I went through the windows of his personal vehicle. And placed the leaky coupling on the center console of his vehicle. To the point when he opened the driver's side car door, it looked like a flood. (laughs) I love it. Moment... Moments like this do try me. You be gentle there, Axe. <laughs> right. Uh, I got a question from Vern. He said, has any of you ever had a call and that was so unnecessary for you guys to be called in? Like 80% of our calls. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh. uh, that's pretty much, yeah. 80% of them. 80% of our bullcrap calls, that's what it is. There's there's times where it's so unnecessary we get canceled in route because it's that unnecessary. I love the calls where we get called out for a building fire. You roll up on scene, hitting hydrants and everything, and it's just burnt popcorn in the blank wave. I, I got better yet. We had this one place at my old department where they had the old orange outside light fixture and every time it got foggy we get telling for a structure fire every time because that orange light glowing in the fog it made it look like this thing was on fire and uh, we get telling every time and yeah it was <laughs> yeah I don't know how many times I ran that house I had a call where um, a gentleman was living um, in, a, in was living in a township, bought a house, got and was um, getting rid of 
some old wood that was on the property. You know, it, it was not quite open burning season yet, but he had it in a he had it contained and was burning it, and there was this one neighbor who kept lighting him up for you're he's having an illegal fire on his property and you know we, we roll up and it's like there's nothing going on there's nothing going on <laughs> and finally and finally it got the, it got so it got so bad I mean I took, we were just on the way back from shopping uh, my wife and I and I ended up I ended up taking and I ended up going into the groceries we just bought and I bought got a package of hot dogs and we threw a grill thing over top of it and I'm like my kids are hungry mind if I use this right here he's like no cut DC and a cop pulled up and they went and they looked and they saw me cooking I'm like what wow, it's a cooking fire and they turned around and left nice I, I, I waved to I waved to the neighbor here I am, and, you know. Keep in mind, I'm cooking. I'm cooking on this guy's fire, wearing this, <laughs> my white chief's helmet. Nice. It is. <laughs> needless to needless to say, we never got calls to go back there. <laughs> Freddie, how many un what? unnecessary calls have you been on? Dryer vents. Dryer vents are a big, not necessary call. Somebody say, oh, smooth coming out the side of the building to get there. It's just a dryer vent. A lot of times on the winter time to get those. Oh, yeah. Dryer vent or steam off of a building somewhere. People be like, man, it's smooth coming out of the building. That's kind of normal operation for that structure. Uh, recall everything. <laughs> right. Somebody with a barbecue grill or a charcoal grill on the back porch and it rolls up over the roof. Smoker. Well, that's brush fires. A lot of people brush fires. Or somebody burn a burn barrel. A smoker over the house. You can have some fire. I like to burn barrel out back. You can reduce the speed. Right. Uh, Steven asked how many unnecessary, how many of those unnecessary calls, um, how many of them were drunk calls? Probably all of them. About 80% of them. <laughs> ETOH is always a factor. Ours is, yeah, ours is uh, HBD. That's what they call ours. In fact, that car accident I sent you guys a picture of uh, was an HBD call. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And you know how they sit there and how they, how they say that, you know, stuff things are going to get good when you hear somebody say, hey, hold my beer and watch this. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it is funny, and we'll laugh at it too, but nine times out of ten, they're funny, gets us called to it. I was going to say, usually, right after we get that, hold my beer and watch this, tones go off. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, that is true. Yep. Oh, there we go. Yeah, now we've okay. got Jimmy up there. Now all we need to do is have Mike get his camera figured out. Well, yeah, if you look on stream, mine's working. <laughs> like, I legitly had to put mine through OBS. 
So I literally have OBS running right now. My spot gotta reset it. Yeah, I'll have to reset it when I'm done. But yet on on my stream, it's good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Vernon goes. My buddy's neighbor called in the fire department one time when they were starting up a barbecue. Yeah, that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Thanks, Avery. We had that. We. I was on the way thing. back from a standby call, and uh, we got banged out. And here's the funny thing: my um, my chief was on the was on the call, and he decided to sit in the back of the engine with the other guys. I offered him the officer seat. He didn't want it. He wanted to sit in the back, and then we get banged out for a possible structure fire. And what it turned out to be was somebody's barbecue grill that the smoke was actually going up over the eaves of the house. Oh, yeah. And somebody called it in saying that it was, you know, a structure fire. All right, so we all know I vape, I smoke. Need to quit, I know. So I'm uh -huh. hitting the vape one night outside under my porch, and the next thing I know, the chief rolls up, lights on. They were reporting smoke coming from the building because of the uh, the, the puffs of smoke from the vape going up. <laughs> for the uh, that's a new bees. one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. He ended. Up, it ended up being an officer's only call because he knew I lived here. So obviously, if it was something, I'm gonna be calling it in myself. Right. But that that was the best call I think I can honestly ever say I had where I personally lived. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a question for everybody. How many of you have had the fire department show up at your house for something? <laughs> right here. <laughs> right here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this story, didn't I, Rescue, two weeks ago? Yes, you did, but you're going to tell it to the entire world oh, now. Man, I'm going to tell it again. So, <laughs> I'm sitting here and I, I'm streaming. I'm actually streaming a game. Tones go off for a brush fire, other side of town. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, it's not a brush fire. Turns out it's actually a pretty big brush fire. Starts going second alarm, stuff like that. So I'm like, alright, I better go. Get up, turn, you know, end my stream, start walking out to the kitchen to get my wildland stuff on. And I hear this weird noise in the bathroom. Like, well, what what the hell is that noise? And I asked the kids, I'm like, what would you guys do in the bathroom? Well, every kid answered, I don't know. Go in there, open the door to my bathroom, and my light fixture's on fire. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Call, you know. I turned off the power of the bathroom, fire went out, but I still called 911, and of course, my captain and my chief show up for a possible structure fire in my apartment. That was, yeah, it happens. <laughs> Alright, we're going to tell embarrassing stories, I mean that was funny. So I run fire police. I rolled up to an accident, shut the road down. Now my old car had a habit, if you slam the car door a little too hard, it liked to lock the car, the car doors. Well, I've got traffic flowing, I get out, grab my vest, shut the damn car door. 
call clear up. Now, mind you, my vehicle's running, blocking off the middle of a road, lights going. Go back to my car because we're cleaning up. I want to gather up my cones, so I'm in the back of my car. I realize my car is locked. Had to go, go across county radio to have them send the tow truck to my location so they can pop the locks on my car doors. Oh, well, let me guess. You took a, you, you took some heat for that one. <laughs> yeah, let's see. The, the, the fire police captain decided to go to county and get the recording oh. and use it as a what not to do on a scene. <laughs> oh, all right, Freddie, you're up. Good fire police too. I was we were on back roads. So I moved over to uh, let the engine had the more room. Of course, I went over too far and in the ditch. Hi, Bobby. And I couldn't get my couldn't get my truck out of the ditch, and then they had to call the truck for me. Hey, so. Yeah, they all laughing at me for reach for that too. Yeah, you do something like that, you are Thanks, never Bobby. living it down. Or not. Just because we're in the fire service doesn't mean we're immune. It happens no. to us, it happens to our family, it to everything, so. Uh, my story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Alright, so my story is actually about only a couple months old. Um, I let my wife have a night just to herself to go do whatever she wanted to do relax not having to worry about the kids she gets herself a hotel room in town so she's not here I can't run calls it's the way nature of the beast so I get we get banged out for a call uh, it gives third alarm podcast it's a wire call that's what we're doing and it gives the how intersection you, out front of my house as the location. Okay. Can you pack sissy stuff? And so I'm that, like, just so that way we're more ready to go. What? Because I'm on the leave at five. It's six. So even though yeah, I can't like run across the street and go run the call on that, I, I still pop my head out the door, look around. I'm not seeing anything. So I'm like, hmm, maybe it's down the road, down the road, one of the other ways. It's no biggie. I'm not going to worry too much about it. So, I. Sit back on the couch and start watching something. End up falling asleep. Hour and a half later, somebody's got an impact gun and they're drilling on the side of my house. The wind or a truck, something knocked the service drop from the pole off the side of my house. And it was my Y wires and stuff hanging in the road. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and I, and nice, I go out there and I look and there's, you know, the assistant chief for my department, who works for the power company. And one of and the head engineer who's also a. Um, a county coordinator and I'm like Christ I'm up I'm up what are you guys doing well we thought you needed to be up early no just because you got these guys up oh these guys were sitting here they were bored they wanted to come out anyway uh huh I'm sure <laughs> I got, got another embarrassing story for you guys this didn't happen to me this was before I before I was, I was a senior in high school, so it was before I started fire service. Um, we had this thing called 
Operation Grad Night. And it um, was for after grad night partying, you know, high schoolers, drunk driving, stuff like that. Really good friend who was the EMS chief at the time. Pull, you know, they, they did this whole scene. They had two cars crash together. Hey, guys, enough. Um, they had two cars crash together. Dispatch actually dispatched a real call for it. Um, and they showed up, you know, like they're supposed to. Our, shut up, radio. Our EMS chief, he goes to get out um, of his of his vehicle. Gets out, shuts the door, leaves the damn thing in drive. It starts taking off on him. The funniest thing ever is watching somebody chase their own rig. It, it is great. Yeah, that that was that was pretty funny. Uh, I got I got another funny story for you guys. So we um we get banged out to a car fire. Some of you guys have already heard this because I've told this story before. 